Hello, and welcome to Their Super Geek. I'm Jeremy. I'm here with my co-hosts, Miriam and Kristen, and our guest, Angela. Uh, tonight, we'll be playing a game by Miriam, Flats and Fangs. Um, but first, who are we? Their Super Geek is a one-shot actual play live stream that highlights the voices of marginalized folks in the TTRPG scene. Uh, we're, uh, we feature gender marginalized GMs and a diverse rotating cast. We're also proud members of the Misdirected Mark Network. Uh, as I said earlier, joining us tonight is uh, Angela. Um, uh, before we begin, let's go around the table and introduce ourselves. So who are you and where can we find you? I guess I will start. Um, uh, and so I'm Jeremy. I uh, you can find me on Twitter at Hark Morper. Um, I'm an I'm a queer non-binary uh, uh, educator, game designer, and tabletop streamer. Um, I stream here. I try to get involved with Utopia things where I can. Um, and that's me. I'm going to pass things off to Mary. Hey, <laughs> everyone. Um, oh. <laughs> we are on point tonight. We're professionals. <laughs> Why don't I just ping pong this back just for a little bit? Because um, uh, I would like to go last, please. Uh, <laughs> yes, I will go next solely for the sake of removing that task from Mariam. Hello there, everybody. Uh, I'm Angela. You use your pronouns. Uh, you can find me over on Twitter at phoenix24fem or on Patreon at philosophfem. I am a professional writer, poet, uh, workshop facilitator for various topics around disability justice and just disability in general, specifically as relates to race and trans identity. I am a budding game designer. I have uh, including 17 playbooks put out for the Slayers RPG uh, system, as well as soon to be involved in the recently kickstarted Slayer's Almanac with one of my own districts joining nine other writers to create a whole set of 10. And I'm also a freelance musician. You can catch my works over at Brandy Rose's stream channel, as well as uh, other places like Friends Who Roll Dice. And also, uh, I am involved in various channels. Uh, usually see me on Utopia One Shots or charity streams or over on All Nerds here where recently I was a GM, and also I am a consistent player on the Sunday shows, where the last one I ran was Animon Story RPG in my own Final Fantasy-inspired uh, world and throwback to 90s uh, pocket monster nostalgia. So yeah, I wear a lot of hats, and uh, I balance a lot of plates. And depending on the time of the year or even time of the week, uh, they are different levels of balanced and states of precarity. So that's me. That's a mood, Angela. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kristen. I use she, her pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at Kristen is no Jedi. I am an RPG game designer, writer. I do this wonderful stream every other Thursday with two of my favorite people and our wonderful guests. I'm also a podcaster. I co-host Tabletop Babble. Um, my show is actually called Tabletop Crowd, but it's in the Tabletop Babble family where I interview folks who have crowdfunding gaming related projects coming out in order to get more eyes and ears on them and hype them up and boost them because they are very talented folks. Um, I will talk more about my projects at the end. So I'll pass it to Miriam. Miriam, is it your turn now? Yay, <laughs> it's my turn now. 
Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, I am Mariam. I use they them pronouns, and uh, you can usually find me rambling, saying random things on Twitter at media underscore junkie. Uh, you can find me here every alternate Thursday, at least for one more Thursday uh, this year to 2021 for those who will be listening to this, I don't know, in 2050. Um <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, so, uh, with, again, with, uh, two, my two wonderful co-hosts and our wonderful cadre of guests that, uh, come through our virtual tables step threshold, uh, I, uh, you can also find me on, I'm, I'm on a roll tonight, uh, you can also usually find me on Utopia as being one of the three raccoons in the trench coat known as caretakers uh, of the, that's uh, community, and um, I uh, write games, and I can talk more about that uh, towards the end of this game. But right now, I will talk about the game that I just recently wrote, which is Flats and Fangs, which is what we're going to be playing today. So Flats and Fangs is a love letter to uh, what we do in the shadows and kind of this absurd uh, supernatural comedy. Uh, and uh, it is a lasers and feelings hack uh, where... Everyone else, except for me, since I'm the game uh, game master, uh, are a group of vampires that share a flat together or an apartment for people in North America or a house, depending. Uh, and you're just trying to live your best on life in this very intrusive modern world. Uh, we'll get into mechanics as we play the game and as a, they come up. It's very simple. Uh, you use a a d6 or a couple uh and you use that to essentially see if you succeed in tasks that would be risky and uh so let's set the scene we've done a little bit of our character prep ahead of time for the sake of uh you know not listening to very long pauses and silences uh, <laughs> uh we've also done some safety tool prep uh in the process of lines and veils uh, and, uh, yeah, let's get into this game. So, in this beautiful, picturesque town somewhere in North America, let's say Winterpeg, because I'm Canadian, um, uh, or somewhere in the Northeast, because that's usually where, you know, this sort of uh, atmosphere is there for... Uh, uh, for the hall, you know, like holidays and you know those those cheesy uh, movies uh, where there's beautiful, like you know, uh, powdered sugar coated trees and pine cones and you know the picturesque village. Uh, we see your shared abode uh, now. Before we get into what that looks like, we cut to. Elise, Elise, please describe yourself and uh, what you're doing at this very moment in the early hours. So uh, <clears throat> I'm going to start this off with nice, good, wholesome, cliche coffeehouse lesbian vibes, uh, <laughs> which is, uh, I think she's like, she's sitting somewhere in the corner of a like, coffee shop. 
uh, Elise the Enticing, which is her full name. She is a succubus who uh, she kind of always looks like she's wearing like a tight corset and like this really beautiful like pashmina that's all, all around her. But now she has it more styled. So it's like big uh, red and greens kind of color tones to it. And she has like super cozy tights that have like by pride flag kind of colorations with them. And she's like, she's wearing, she's actually wearing like thick, heavy, like snow boots. But every time she moves, they always sound like they're very clickety clackety, like high stiletto heels, <laughs> even when she's moving through snow. I, I think she's just kind of like doing one of those like cliche movie starts where she's just going like, <sighs> and like looking at like one of the baristas I'm going there we're going with that this vibe this is the goal here for this game and she's just sort of like <sighs> I, I I wish she'd pay attention to me and all the while she has she's like one eye trained on the barista and every now and then looking the other end of the corner of the coffee house and seeing like two or three guys who are like looking at her and she's just like they're, they're giving her that kind of look which is like hi you're very tasty and I'm just like no no I'm I'm too above your league and also just no ew <laughs> uh yeah so um what uh what does early hours mean for you is it like dawn is it it's like 4 a.m I'd say so a little bit before dawn she is what I am not as a person in my everyday <laughs> life, which is an early riser. <laughs> and she, she, this is one coffee house that always opens. It's like 24 seven because she knows they're always, I imagine we're somehow conveniently within distance of like a university or somewhere. So there's always students who like, especially when it's the end of like winter semester are like, we have finals to do. Oh wait, we have to actually do them. Shit. I need to stay up past a reasonable time and they need coffee so it's always open uh yes so your place is kind of on the outskirts of uh this uh this town um and we'll see why in a moment uh but also it seems like there's a the start of a strip mall so that's where this coffee house is currently the dream the dream <laughs> Uh, as there's these bright neon lights uh, in the distance, which we will get to also in a moment. Let's uh, now move to another character. Uh, let's go to uh, Kwaku. Uh, where are you in, the, in uh, these early hours? And what do you look like? Yeah, okay. So um, I am... Uh, I imagine that I am... Uh, sitting on the ground of the house, um, of our house uh, near the doorway, pulling on big, big snow boots. Um, uh, kind of, so I, I've got dark skin. Um, I'm a pretty tall person or, or Kwaku is a pretty tall person. Um, uh, but it's hard to tell their proportions right now because I've got very large puffy jacket on. Um, I am incredibly bundled. I've got a scarf wrapped halfway around my face, um, a hat pulled down, um, big thick gloves on. I'm pulling the boots on uh, and you can hear me muttering to myself, uh, kind of grumbling. 
Um, don't know why we moved here. Can't I remember? It's cold and, uh, and uh, shaking my head. Uh, I finally okay finish. Stand up um, and I go and I open up the front door. Um, and the snow uh, is just coming down. Um, I take one look around, kind of shake my head, um, and then I just I close my eyes, um, and then there's a flash, and there's a little I'm a little firefly, and I kind of uh, fly off, um, fly off above the the snow. Um, so are your clothes sort of like, uh, do they, um, I forget what the word is for when your clothes kind of melt, oh, meld. Do they meld with you or did you just pull all those off, uh, on to just and leave them behind? There's definitely a large pile of, uh, of at least outer garments there. Um, we'll, I mean, you can't see what's under them. We'll see. We'll find out when <laughs> I, <laughs> when I change back. You hear from uh, from just out of earshot as you leave. It's like, what was the point of all of that? Who's gonna pick this up? Your mom. Uh, and know? sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, do we know who's yelling yet? Oh yeah, it's it's your unwanted roommate that came with the house. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> uh, but before we get into who that voice belongs to, let's uh, get to Sylvia. Sylvia, what are you up to at the at four a.m.? Four a.m. Yeah, I, I I think that um, as Jeremy's character is it Kwaku, Jeremy? Uh, yeah, yeah, yep. okay. Kwaku. So I think as Kwaku is turning into what I imagine a beautiful bright firefly, and they little well, purple light. Oh, purple. See, you're after my own heart, Jeremy. (laughs) Uh, Kristen loves purple. Sylvia does not. So Sylvia is coming back into the house and kind of swats at this bright purple light that's flying near her. Does not hit it, but swats at it. I don't don't think she's used to uh, this transformation yet. But Sylvia is um, shorter, uh, also um, medium or dark skinned, and has long, straight black hair and very heavy, long um, bangs. And she is dressed in winter wear, like snow pants and a snow jacket and a scarf and a hat with one of those little, two, in fact, of those little pom-poms, right, on top (laughs) and boots. But everything is black instead of being like bright and colorful. Uh, And she comes in and she slams the door behind her. She doesn't wipe her feet or anything. And she drops on the like entryway table, like drops a um, pile of papers. And we see that they are um, missing persons flyers, but instead of missing person, it's missing pig. And she's clearly disappointed because another night out looking for something she's missing and she did not find it yet. So how long has uh, this uh, pig been missing? Let's see. Is six months a good time, Miriam? I do not know. One of the things I did not research on today is the is the growth chart of a pig. Um, but you? you know what? It's fantasy <laughs> world. Let's say for the purposes, sure, six months. Perfect. Perfect. So yes, this pig has been missing for six months. Now. Uh, yeah. And what is the name of said pig? Oh, 
naming things. I mean, we did toss a couple of ideas before stream. Oh, wow, my memory. Thank you so much for saying that. Wow. Guinea. Guinea is the name. G-I-N-N-Y. Guinea. The pig. Mm-hmm. And for folks listening, please don't give me credit. That was all Miriam's wonderful brain. <laughs> it was a group effort. Um uh yeah, so uh Guinea Guinea the pig uh has been missing for six months and another fruitless night. Uh and yeah, as you come in and don't bother wiping, you get a hey, who raised you know, were you raised in a barn? No, I was raised in an apartment about seven miles east from here. Why? Why do you ask? And you see this ethereal shape of a uh, person uh, just sitting there, hands crossed on a rocking chair, just rocking away and going like, hmm, whatever, and just disappears goes pop sylvia takes off her jacket and drops it on the chair where said spirit was <laughs> and 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 you sort of hear just around you floating around uh you a don't blame me when uh you you know when the floor starts breaking because there's mold because you didn't bother doing uh proper uh winter mudroom hygiene <laughs> I love this judgmental spirit already. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, uh, your house, uh, this is indeed the fourth roommate uh, who, uh, you know what? Who wants to name this uh, Judgy McJudgerson? And for those who are listening to this as a podcast, we all suddenly put our finger on our nose, except for Angela. Oh, the burden falls to our amazing special guest. Wonderful guest who is great with names. Her her name, I'm going to say their name is Aria. Ooh, Ooh, nice. Because I I like to imagine that uh, in a past life, they were uh, in their past corporeal existence, they were like a very famous opera singer, like super snooty, high class opera singer. But so hence the super judgmental. It's like, are you raised in a barn kind of attitude? And it's like, I don't know. Were you raised to be without manners? (laughs) It's like, like that kind of person, big, like much louder all the time than you ever than they ever realize they are so even when they're not trying to make snide comments like they're trying to be quiet we always hear them because they don't know volume control (laughs) and also uh in uh previous tenants your prob uh the three of you are probably the first tenants who have stuck around for a while because everyone else sort of hears this ghostly music and like your, you know, your shoes are so last season and just go running out of the house. True. Uh, uh, yeah, so let's take a moment to describe this house. Oh. Uh, yeah, if we, we want to go around and sort of describe a feature of the house. I know we've already picked our strengths and problems with the house, uh, but a little description of what the house is. Uh, 
It is private property, which means that you do have a house and a yard and a white picket fence or whatever color purple picket fence if you choose. About to say it has to be purple solely for Kristen's <laughs> benefit. <laughs> With purple hedges. Hmm. Which are not trimmed because you didn't pick trimmed topiaries. No, we did not. We'll see if that was a mistake or not. <laughs> I, if no one else has any ideas, yeah. I'm going to put in one element. I don't know what the actual design of this is. All I will say, though, is that the kitchen is not narrow. I live in, within a household that has a very narrow kitchen. I now want in any game that I play, the kitchen must be large and able to have lots of people in it. Sure, it's a beautiful, <laughs> like, it's a, in fact, this house is probably the reason why you got it for a song, um, is because uh, this was too big for anyone to maintain and was sold super cheaply. And your super or landlord, uh, unless you actually bought it, we can play however we want to play, uh, doesn't really care about upkeep and is just like, well, the tenants have never complained about it, so I don't need to do anything. Uh, but it is a beautiful kitchen because it was once upon a time an entertaining kitchen. So there's this big island and like an uh, old like eight burner gas stove but it's old. It's like, you know, those wa those those uh, ones where it's like the oven as you open it and it's just a big hole in which you cram food. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the uh, cooking ware is very kind of turn of the century, not the 21st, but the 20th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Jeremy. I was going to say, I, I think on the outside, it has gargoyles. Um, I, I just like, like the big creepy, um, I mean, I think they're gorgeous, uh, like perched gargoyles on, on little, on little parapet things. Um, I'm not sure if they match the house. Um, <laughs> they definitely don't match the neighborhood. Um, uh, and but, each gargoyle is a different art style. Yes. Yep. Yeah. They clearly were not all brought here at the same time. Oh no. No. No, I've been working on those for a bit. <laughs> oh, I like the idea that there are stained glass windows, but instead of it being um, anything religious or anything that maybe mortals would consider gorgeous, I like to think that it's like demons or previous like evil rulers that are in the stained glass windows. So maybe that's why we don't get a lot of visitors here. I feel like at some point uh, after Arya's, uh, uh, after it passed Arya's possession, uh, some historian slash artist, because there's a college nearby, we're going to say it's a liberal arts college, uh, decided to, that was in the roaring 40s at mm -hmm. some point. Uh, and uh, and uh, that's why those are installed. And because... Uh, Let's just say someone had said, even though we haven't chosen heritage uh, zoning laws, I'm going to say that uh, they're not technically heritage zoning laws, but people just feel bad about tearing down history yeah. in this area. Also, it's really creepy, so they're, they're a little hesitant to go and do something about it. Mm -hmm. 
I'm I'm just Yet. imagining stained glass windows with like artwork by like Hieronymus Bosch or something like that. <laughs> yes. So like the stuff where like there's a guy, there's like a guy with like a bird head and then people are like dying or or like showing scenes of like terrible things happening to them and, and like oh, oh Susie, uh what's a, what about that house, mom? We don't go near that house. <laughs> we don't go near it. What's that uh, bird eating? <laughs> How popular are all of you during October? Can we say we're like the house that everyone comes to? Uh, are there dares to like go touch the uh, like ring the doorbell sort of a thing and survive? I like that. I I have an idea for another reason why the gargoyles why some of them are of different styles yes. mm -hmm. because there is a dare. There's been a consistent dare for years in the neighborhood by the kids to go and try and touch some of the higher ones and some kids have succeeded but they've ended up breaking off pieces of the gargoyle so we've had to repair them over years oh yes. have they been uh nice. what is it the um mo the mosaic reconstruction of like jesus in spain jesus <laughs> Jesus in Spain. Literally. Jesus. <laughs> no, no, no. But like, you know, what I'm talking about, that particular painting where it's like in a ch old church and some some old grandma was like, I can fix this. I can paint. And yeah. Yes. 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 I'm looking it up right now. Yes. I so good. Yes. That happened. <laughs> that. Yes. Oh, oh, I just looked. Yes. Yes. I just looked it up. <laughs> I approve of this description so much. So yeah, uh, because we're near a liberal arts school yet again, uh, multiple students perhaps who were too poor to find anywhere else to stay, uh, decided to stick it out and uh, fix uh, the local uh, um, the local sculptures mm -hmm. slash gargoyles. Okay, so uh now that we have an idea of what our house is like uh you get uh i'd say uh kwaku you get a text from your bestie saying hey want to meet up today um so uh i have to change back to, to i can feel the text i know that i got it but i gotta change back <laughs> um so yeah i i switch back or I, I there's a there's another flash of light um and then i'm standing there in the middle of the street um in the middle of the sidewalk in just long johns at this point pulling out my phone um uh and then uh i just it's so i send a smiley face with the, the blushing smiley back um and then uh, the clock question mark. Uh, and then you get a brunch. It's on me, and the uh, and and the address of the coffee house. And just praise hands. And uh, it's called uh, it's called Le Bean, but it's L E Z Beans. <laughs> Le Bean. Le Bean. Oh, uh, my favorite. Except, uh, except the local population never calls it that. They keep calling it lesbians. Mm -hmm. <laughs> lesbians. Lesbians. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, 
Oh, do a little, a little dance. Little dance there in the street. Oh, adorable. <sighs> um, You're getting uh, strange looks from passerbys. <laughs> And at some point, you see this one person who clearly looks homeless and is like carrying their sack and everything. And like, um, do you want my jacket? I have two of them. Uh, one might have fleas in them. What? Uh, uh, th- thank you. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm fine. I'm good. I know I'm, being I'm... an artist is rough, but you'll get there. <laughs> I look, I look back at my phone and I'm like, I'm, I feel warm inside. I feel good. Okay. But um, I'll be, I'll be in the corner of third and fifth. If you want that flea market jacket that I have and kind of starts uh, trundling away. <laughs> um, and then I, yeah, I, I uh, take a, a quick, I, I probably don't look around. Um, I forget to look around and I, uh, another flash of light <laughs> and I go flying away. And then there's a, a very fast blinking purple light zooms towards the, the, the brunch place, even though I think it's nowhere near that time yet. Uh, no. Uh, and I'm going to say that's the same coffee house slash brunch place that Elise is currently at. Uh, and uh, Sylvia, if you would like to join in, you can certainly head there at any point. If not, cool, but just throwing that out there. Uh, so the barista you are staring at, uh, you see her, uh, sorry, Elise, you see her pulling up a phone, texting, putting it away, and turns around and says, uh, what can I get you? There's, there's like redness that appears from like the top of her forehead all the way down like it's full face of red just like being up next to her and she she's just uh, so hot chocolate you're you've hot chocolate hot chocolate lots of double marshmallows so triple hot cocoa with double marshmallows yes yes please please yes wonderful uh, and uh, goes off, uh, prepares it, and sort of slides it over to you, very kind of uh, cool, you know, barista style. And you see your names written in foam. Ooh. It's not your first time here. And she, she's just having, like, she just gives like this really like sweet smile, like in return. And internally, she's going like, "All right, be cool, be cool, be cool. Don't stay, stay <laughs> together. Just remember." Remember what the book said. Remember, remember, just repeat to yourself what the book said, what you read. Just keep focused. Be strong. Remember, this is, remember, be in your safe place. Be in your comfortable place. Just, just keep it together. Keep it together. She's, she's not saying anything else. She just has that entire conversation. <laughs> her head. She's just smiling, like, maybe one or two beats longer than is, like, able to avoid making it awkward <laughs> and you see the face kind of go into this weird like smiling but also kind of like noticing you're staring for a little while and goes uh long night right finals uh, you, you could say that it's a uh, it's it's mostly clients and mostly folks who i work with folks uh were a little bit inclined to want more of my time and uh i i, I normally am 
fine with that, but it, it's getting near the holidays. And I, I generally like having a little bit more time to myself around this time of the season, come and, you know, check out favorite sites around the town, favorite people, all that. She says the favorite pe- people part significantly quieter than every other part she's saying. She's just like very like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. be cool in front of your crush, be cool in front of your crush. And I feel like at that point, there's like a blue purple streak of light coming in as of someone who's leaving the cafe opens the door. Like, <laughs> shit. She's like, um, uh, I, I guess I'll see you around. <laughs> she just goes to like immediately try and find a table and make sure that there's a couple extra seats. And like all the while she's walking over, she's just like, damn it. I knew I should have said something right there. Just. I forgot what page three, uh, what page 37 told me to do. Damn it. So you're uh, pulling out like a self-help book that she's probably, that's like crumpled on the corners of the pages and she's just like reading it over again. So uh, as you're, as you're looking through the pages, um, yeah, I, the little purplish bluish uh, light flies underneath the table. Um, there's a bright flash again. Uh, and I kind of, climb out from under the table, just up, slide up into a seat. Still just wearing long john top. It's like bright red. Where's your coat? You, you, you don't need to wear your coat inside. Kind of look around. Why are you just in long johns? I, I got comfortable when I, after I got here, when I came in the door with you, Come in the door with I, I'm come in the door? looking around at people. What are you, what are you looking for? I, what are you doing? Never never mind. How, so how's your morning going? Oh god, is is it uh, do they have like that face that's like so how did it go? Yeah. Is it that kind of face? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, I had to check. She's like, went fine. I said more than two words this time. <gasps> You're making progress. Is like doing uh, like she was. She has the pajmina, and this time she like suddenly like has like a full like almost like uh winter jacket and like coat and like a hoodie, and she's just like slowly sinking into it. Much <laughs> <It's> better. <laughs> <laughs> so, would you say it was a full sentence yet? It was a full sentence. There's more than a full sentence. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is she continuing to slink down? Yes. She's chair? continuing oh, to please. slink down. She's just, she's like at full, like, th- this This was the top of the chair. So she's just a relatively, uh, relative to like right behind the back of her head. Uh, she's at about her shoulders or at halfway to that point now. Yeah. She's just like fully sunk in. Like you could probably only see the tops of like her glasses. Oh, <laughs> I think uh, Sylvia. I, th- I know, right? My heart. <laughs> I think Sylvia comes in and sits in the third chair, the last empty chair, and uh, looks at Elise and says, "You tried. You tried talking to her again." Yes. And she she says that as she's handing a coat and a pair of pants to Kwaku because she she saw them fly away and she knew she knew they would yeah thank you how did how did the talking go today 
Was it more than two words? It was more than two words. Just That's great. I just made my character George Costanza for Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not excited for doing this. Like, that's the energy she has and she's embarrassed. It's just George Costanza from Seinfeld. <laughs> she's so endearing, though. Elise is so endearing already. Yeah, she's, she's like, I mean, talk to her. Just sort of, kind of. It's still hard. Words are hard. Words are very hard. Words are hard. This is not normally the thing I struggle at. It's... It's difficult to talk to someone that you care about. Sylvia just thinks of the pig. Oh, Guinea. Are you still looking for Guinea? Yep. Did not find them last night. Hmm. But I'll try again tonight. You see her like start muttering to herself and like you, you, she thinks she's speaking quietly, but you definitely hear her say, would bringing up the pig be a good conversation topic to bring up with her? I'd probably not a good. I probably shouldn't try that. Oh, you could take one of my missing pig flyers and ask if we can hang it in the coffee house. And that's a good conversation starter. And and then it gives you something to talk about the next time you come back too, because you can approach and ask if anyone's seen the pig. Right, right, right. I think I've read and she's like pulling, she's flipping through the book. It's like, right, right, the follow of conversations. That's, that's a thing that's yeah. helpful for establishing rapport. What's the word? It's rapport, rapport, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. As Elise is looking down at the book, um, I look over at Sylvie, give you kind of a wide-eyed look. <laughs> I think, I think she returns the look like, okay, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna get Elise through this. <laughs> Uh, Sylvia pushes the flyer over towards you, Elise. You can leave your book here. You have it memorized. And we'll be here, but we won't look. We're totally going to look. Are you going to attempt to strike a conversation with the barista? All right. I think this is a good time uh, to roll our first dicer tonight. Uh, As this is something a little risky, I think, at least for for Elise. Uh, So the way uh, the game mechanics work here is that if you're going to do something risky, you roll a 1d6 to find out how it goes. Uh, You get extra dice if you are prepared. Uh, You get one extra dice if you're prepared and another extra dice if you're an expert or have an appropriate item in your arsenal. And I think for that, I will give you the appropriate item which is you're using the missing flyer of uh missing poster as an excuse to talk uh and uh if you and i feel this is a flats because you're trying to converse or are you or oh or are you going to try to fangs by using maybe some built-in succubi charms i I think this is the one person in all of this town currently that she does not use any of the succubus elements Okay, so with flats, uh, to succeed, uh, you want to roll under your number, and your number is a four. So you want to roll, you have two dice, and you want to roll under a four. Two. I had a six and a two. I'm really glad I got that extra dice. Uh, Yeah, so you succeed, and you barely manage it. Um, And I get to add a little... a little complication. So why don't you start off and I will throw in a little something. Yeah. Uh, I, I think she she goes up to the barista and uh, I think she has, she's like psyching herself up the whole time. She's like, okay, just remember, remember, remember how you are in the dungeon, more confident. Remember, remember, remember when you're with clients, remember. 
You you always tell them what to do. They don't control you. You have control of the situation. You got this. You got this. You got this. I mean, don't tell her what to do, but I mean, now she's into that. Okay, never mind. I'm overthinking <laughs> this. Uh, she like walks up, like she finally has the, the clickety-clack sound of the heels back. Like they stopped the whole time she was walking away from the barista because she was so nervous, but she like has them back on. She's like, um, hi. Oh, uh, and her name has says, hello, I am Navi. Hi, Navi. Uh, I was wondering, did you, have you happened to see, uh, have any news about uh, this missing pig? And she like shows the flyer and she's like keeping herself like a little rigid, but like still more like confident pose. She's like very, very much trying to fake being like, I am secure. I am confident. I know what I am doing. I am capable. And she looks at the poster and says, no, not that size, but I actually did go, like, bumpkin picking a while ago, and, um, I saw these, uh, I saw these really cute rescue pigs. In fact, I th- I'm thinking of adopting one. Um, not the same size, though. That definitely is, like, a teacup pig or something, and we're talking, like, farm pigs. Um, uh, no, um haven't seen i mean like you could leave a flyer on the bulletin board hopefully uh yeah but i, I can go take care of that uh you said you went pumpkin picking a bit a while ago she's just like walking over i, I forgot to mention she's like six foot five <laughs> uh, i don't do short you ladies do, i do tall ladies you go smack into someone uh and uh, the person is actually this very tailored suit, corporate business looking type. And it's like, whoa, 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 there, pretty lady. Um, watch, Whoa. watch yourself. I mean, I know I have people falling for me, but. <laughs> There's like a instant like like mood change for her. Like uh, very much a personality that she only uses in one specific context. And she's just like, not in my lifetime, not in your lifetime, and not even if you were the last man on earth, not even if you were the last man in the galaxy. And you see, <laughs> ooh, I, I'll say, yeah, I think I will also make this another role, Flats. Uh, or Lots if you if or fangs if you wanted to be more supernatural, I think I, I I'm gonna lean towards supernatural for this one. Okay, I think. so you need to roll over your number, uh, and uh, I'm gonna say because you are an ex- expert, uh, you get one, and I guess you're prepared to deal with stuff like that. So you get three dice. So I have to roll over the four, correct? Yeah, you have to roll over the four. Yeah. Because you're using things. I rolled exactly four. Well, that gives you, when you roll the number exactly, you experience flat things. Uh, You get special insight into what's going on. It counts as a success. uh, But you also get to ask me a question and I'll answer you honestly. And there's a couple of examples, like what are they really feeling? Who's behind this? How could I get them to? What should I be on the lookout for? What's the best way? What's really going, like, Anything, really. How can I get them to leave? Uh, by... Uh, you can get them to leave by uh, 
<laughs> by annoying them. Like, basically turning them down, which you kind of did. But uh, you get the sense they're here to talk to... You've seen them actually come around a couple of times. Uh, because you, you all... This is like, you know, a uh, uh, perk. uh uh, the perk or whatever, like this is your hangout place. Mm-hmm. Um, you've seen them actually come from this big uh, storefront that is over there in the neon lights, which I will explain again in a little bit. And uh, they have been trying to talk to the manager of this little cafe. So they're not actually here to see you. If you get out of their way, they might leave you alone. She just goes... She. I don't know if you can scathingly put up a missing persons poster, if that's a thing. (laughs) I don't know if you can body language communicate that, but she just doesn't stop looking at him. And like, there's a very faint flash of like very pointy fangs that have like red dripping off of them. Yeah, he's he's a little intimidated by that of like, I'm not sure if I want to tussle with you this early in the morning and sort of slinks away and just very loudly and rudely uh, speaks to Navi and says, uh, is your manager in? I really have something very important. Your customers are so rude. And uh, Navi kind of like expression immediately, whatever nice demeanor was there, just falls flat and says, uh, two doors to the left, just go in there. They're probably in there. And sends them off and you notice Navi's demeanor changes suddenly like there's almost this uh, grimness and uh, Navi will actually come over to your table and be like oh hi Kwaku I was expecting you in um, four hours but since you're here uh, I can take a break in about like five minutes okay yeah Um, I mean mean, you you definitely don't have to but uh, uh yeah, but you talk um, either either your break or, or later or um, whatever works. Um, uh, yeah, um, sure. Yeah, uh, uh, let me just um, finish uh, finish with one or two tables, and then I mean, if that guy's here, I'm not sure I have a job anymore. What do you mean? Well, he's been trying to buy this place to expand is for storefront and at this point you turn and you see these really light bright neon lights and it says uh house of uh and it says greetings house and it's this big sort of like store full of party paraphernalia um car like greetings cards holidays and right now it is set up with like bright uh bright lights and snowflakes and trees and all sort of winter stuff um a mishmash of so many holidays you're not sure what and there is uh, a big jolly man in like a blue and white fur trimmed thing and it says festival of the winter sugar parent and you know there's like really weird phrases like uh naughty uh uh have you been naughty or nice come to us for some sugar and various other if i look at the sign um 
kind of, you know, do the one eyebrow raise, smile a little, but then I look back at remember who it is who's uh who runs it and look back at at the, the Carl over there. <sighs> kind of just that there are parts of that. Um, but but just, so you said he's been trying to trying to buy this place? Uh yeah, it seems like their business is doing well. They're I'm not even sure what that place is. It seems like a weird, like, it's like a lifestyle store, and they're trying to sell you a particular lifestyle or something like that. They, it's like, and currently they're going, they're very attached to this weird winter sugar bear rent. And they have like free cookies outside and they're offering coffee if they're trying to basically get people to come visit them and they're going to take over our place as theirs. Um. I mean, right. Don't tell anyone, but we had a break in and a lot of stuff got mm. stolen and we can't afford to cover it. So, I mean, if they're coming and trying to make another offer i'm not sure my boss can say no especially what since if, no one's been if, coming in for the coffee or the cookies except for you because those over there those are actually really good i've had some they're really good what if the stuff that got stolen came back i mean how is that possible just asking I totally mean, regular questions i mean very regular can, question if you can get our espresso machine and our oven back that would be great someone stole your oven yeah like it was really really good it uh, we could make batches of cookies and other breads and other things and now we're kind of just buying it from the grocery store don't tell anybody keep it safe hmm. what if you worked across the street and made their coffee well it seems like they kind of already have like they have like some robotic like coffee and cookie maker they don't need staff <gasps> hmm. it's like That's their suspicious. entire thing is we don't need staff because they have robots yeah that's very suspicious Quaco. robots the espresso sheen ex words are hard the espresso machine and the oven, are those the only two things that were missing? Yeah. I mean, the money wasn't touched. Just those two things. Hmm. Weird. Maybe we can look for them. Mm. We can put up missing oven and coffee machine posters. Um, I mean, can't really advertise that because then people would know that these oh, are. Yeah. That's right. It's a secret. What if we said they were that we were missing our oven and espresso machine? From our house. You use in use industrial espresso espresso machine than an oven. We're very we serious might. about our coffee. <laughs> also, plan B, not plan. Uh, second hypothetical, mm -hmm. alternate hypothetical. What if lots of bad things happen to this this other business? Or what if bad things happen to the owner of this business? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just hypothetically alternate speaking. hypothetical. What if we? What if the stolen items were found and bad things happened to the other store and the owner? Just an alternative, alternative. That is a very hypothetical. specific hypothetical you're 
bringing up here. We're just brainstorming here. I find that specificity helps. I mean, I don't know. If we had our stuff returned, we wouldn't feel like we need to cave in to them because everybody knows our coffee is great and our pastries are great. But mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, that's really the most important thing because even if the other store went away, unless if we don't have our oven and our espresso machine back, we may still close. True. Just, just one, one more, one more. I, I can't remember how many alternates it was, but one more hy hypothetical. Mm -hmm. This is this one's a hypothetical. Um, what, what if, what if you do something happened to the other business? And your business randomly found a pile of money. I mean, we could probably use that. Like if either we get our machines back or we get money, either works for us. Noted. Okay. I think um, I'm going to pretend I didn't have this converse hypothetical conversation here. Oh, that's for the best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, I think my break's over, but... Uh, Quaka, you said you had something you wanted to tell me. That's why I invited you to brunch. Um, I just wanted to tell you about the missing pig. Um, that I, I, I think Elise got it though. Um, yeah. I, was that it? That's what you wanted to, to tell Navi? Um, you hit with an elbow on the side. Yes, that was definitely it. That's because you're a helpful friend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're all worried uh -huh. about you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I left it on the bulletin, but you know what? You really should uh I'll be heading in a day or two to that farm I was selling Elise where they had rescue pigs. Um, you could probably search there. Can we can? Yeah, like if you wanna come with and Elise if you're interested, you know, it could be like a date. I uh, Elise has been listening to all this conversation, by the way, because I don't imagine it took her that long to put <laughs> no, up. No, 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 I imagine that too. I imagine you went back to your seat at some point. Yeah, there's been an increasing look of like, where are you going with this? Oh no, why are you going in this direction? Please stop going in this direction. Oh, we're going in this direction. <laughs> it was like denial, anger, grief, and then acceptance, all like in one after the other in terms of facial expressions. But then she kind of like, big bambi eye bashful like reaction to to the mention of date and is like sure sure uh with you with the, just clarificate that that would mean you're going to right right i mean Abby? yeah i i could drive you all there uh that that would be heavenly <laughs> um it's like a giant, like octave leap, right? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, we have a singer in our household. I've been picking up habits uh, from them. Oh, you have a new roommate? <laughs> uh, in a manner of speaking. Oh, cool. Yeah, You're kind of an old roommate. Old roommate. Hmm. I thought I thought it was just the three of you together forever. Haha. <laughs> you know that old best buddies thing going on. Well, it's the three of us, and then Arya. Arya. Huh. But she's like a thousand years old. And sort of just really raised eyebrows, doesn't know what to do with that information, and goes like, okay, um, I'm just going to walk away and slowly kind of backward with the coffee mug. Uh, and I feel like that's actually probably a good time to take a little coffee break of our own. 
Yeah, the, la- the last thing you hear Elise saying, she just turns to look at Koaku. She turns to look at Sylvia. She does a big sigh and she says, I'm in. <laughs> Yay. Uh, go ahead. I was just going to say, <laughs> um, uh, I, I mean, I was going to move us to break if we're ready. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that works. Um, On that note, let's take a short break for five minutes. We will be right back. Hello. Welcome back to They're a Super Geek. I'm Jeremy, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Kristen and Miriam, and our guest, Angela. We are playing Flats and Fangs. Where uh, Jer- or where Angela, Kristen, and I are going to, uh, as Angela put during break, we're going to commit some grand larceny. <laughs> we're perhaps. going to, perhaps, uh, we're going to save a local business that means a lot to us on a purely um, uh, platonic commercial uh, mm-hmm. supporting local businesses level. And, exactly. and hope and hopefully Elise will get out more than two words. We'll see. Be gay, do crimes. That's four words. Gotcha. <laughs> Good job, Elise. <laughs> okay. Uh so hmm. Uh how I think I'm gonna leave it up to you to sort of come up with a bit of a plan. How do you how are you what are you gonna do exactly? <laughs> What's your plan? As uh, you are eventually let out into the streets to do as you will. I think we are, we have two things, right? Because we're going to attempt to locate the stolen items mm-hmm. before the date, right? Is that what we're thinking? Uh, yeah, the date okay. might be more of an epilogue depending on time. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Okay. Um, yeah, so I think we have to put a plan together to kind of track down, like we're investigators, where could these stolen items be? I think we should just break into that store there, because I think they're probably there. I think Chad took them. <gasps> That's that the name sense. we decided. We, on Chad. Yes. Yeah, he has a he has a business card, and also there's like a big poster, like almost like a putting front and center like you know those those uh very market marketing marketing for forward uh spiritual leaders that put big posters with their name and stuff like a similar fashion and be like uh this is a mom and pop business in over 40 locations <laughs> look look at that look at he clearly he clearly took the things but do we think that he would store them in his own store? I don't know. Let's steal his stuff. Okay. Elise? Cool. Yin? Uh, there, there's a very simple way we can check this as well. Oh. Okay. She's just, I think she's going to try and walk over to, it was a blue dressed, I'm trying to remember the exact description you gave a blue, for a sugar plum parent. Uh, a winter sugar parent. Winter, winter sugar, sugar pear. Yeah. And it's basically like de- like blue uh like a very like you know the winter wonderland scheme of blue. So that blue with white fur trim. Just imagine a Santa but blue and white instead of red and white. I'm okay with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Always think, wanted a sugar parent. You know, we're not, we're going to go with, because, uh, you know, sugar daddy sounded a little too weird. So um, we're also kind of trying to be res- gender neutral. So sugar parent it is. Sugar parent. She's going to go, she's just going to walk up to this person and be like, do you work for this? And like, just points to the, to the store that we're considering committing a B&E in. <laughs> Are, are you to an employee or to an employee? Yeah, there's one. Uh, there's one looks like maybe 19 or 20, like probably one of the local university part time jobs says, um, uh, best wishes and warmest regards. Uh, yes, I do work at this store. I think she just she and there's like this basted smile of like. I have to do this every day. Please watch as my soul slowly dies in public. <laughs> I, I I think she just stands herself up to her full height and is just like, you will lead the three of us over to the back rooms and let us know if any of these materials, and she'll name the list of stuff that we were told were stolen, are present here. Are you are using your succubi terms? Yes. Yes. Okay, uh, then I would say you get uh, you get three dice, and you need to roll over four for success. Six, baby. Nice. Ooh, nice. Nice. One. Well, it's a, one four and one six. So I does that count? Three. As success? So you get one more. No, no, no. I mean the results were one four okay. and six. Yeah. So, so you do it well. Good job. Yeah, you. It's just, as you say that, it's just immediately kind of like the smile loosens a little into a more kind of like far away dreamy and the eyes, gl- the glaze kind of uh, goes and it turns into a different type of a glaze. And it's just like, <laughs> yes, of course, you're welcome to inspect our merchandise and see if it is to a top quality. Please follow me here. She like quickly turns around to the other two of you. Now, now, now. Like, now. We're coming, we're coming. It's like just at casual, at casual. She's the most not casual of the three of us walking. Okay. Also, so, uh, go ahead. I don't know how, sorry, I don't know how tall Kwaku is, but Elisa's six five, Sylvia is five foot. So I I love the visual of them standing <laughs> next to each other. <laughs> That's all. I'm, I'm I'm like six one, so. Oh, perfect. So tall. often Sylvia is between the two of you. Looking <laughs> like I'm tall until I stand next to Elise. Yeah. Uh, so as you're led through this like, like gigantic maze, like imagine a big box store, but it's just like Barty and uh, greeting cards. And that's just it. That's what the entire store is. It's not a general department store. It's just... Uh, uh, it is just a greeting card slash party store plus plus uh, like a holiday store sort of a thing. And you're led through aisles of cards. There's like 10 aisles for just condolences. And they're all various kinds of like puppies and kittens looking sad uh, and uh, coffins and like you all sorts of weird stuff and then you're taken through the birthday aisle where you have like an aisle for each year from zero to a hundred and then you eventually make it to the back store 
uh, and uh, opens the door and lets you in. Uh, first, I would like to note that as we were going through any of the aisles, that any card, regardless of the theme of the card that had a pig on it, Sylvia took. Oh, yeah. You, I, I'll say there's about... Actually, you know what? I will have you roll the dice to see how many you get and whether you get away with it. Okay. Uh, so uh, I would say that would be a flats, as uh, I believe larceny is uh, quite mundane. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. believe larceny is quite larceny. So does that mean I have a three? Does that mean I want to get uh you want to roll over? under? So the under. way it works is uh whatever your number is, if you're trying to succeed in flats, you roll under. If you want to succeed at fangs, you roll over. That's uh right. being right in the middle, you kind of have a 50-50 at either. Okay. Uh for the most part. So I will say uh you get one for that. Mm. And um if you want to sell me on more dice or give me, uh, I can give you a dice for uh, a devil's bargain. You're bringing a devil's bargain to this game? Yes. I will always, always listen to a devil's bargain. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, if uh, if you want that extra dice... Uh, you will pick up, uh, you, you must pick up cards that basically have, you know, the pop-ups or the the little musical boxes, which means if you're later on trying to be sneaky, that may trigger at, <laughs> at some point. Absolutely, 100%, yes. Okay, so I will, I'll take a second. So there's one which is like a flying pig, and as they're flying across the card, there's a like a lilting lullaby, mm -hmm. and it. it's about it's about it's a condolence card. Of course, it is in this store. Okay, so I'm gonna roll two. Yeah, two so and six. So you succeed once, but you barely manage it, and the and I get to inflict a complication harm and cost. So in okay. addition to that, um. You find a stuffed pig. <gasps> yes, I do. This pig is mine. It has a tag on it. What does the tag say? The tag doesn't say anything. It's just a tag. It's a oh. very, it's a chunky tag attached to it that has a little bit of weight to it. You're not sure what it does, or maybe you do. I'm, and you can't pull. You can't pull it off. It's like deeply embedded in this. Where is the tag sticking out of on this pig? On the leg. Okay. I am. I mean, I'm not that much of a monster. No. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I don't know that Sylvia is going to try to steal this pig, but I do know that she is going to carry it as we walk into. Yeah, the back you're room. carrying it. Whether you this is just yeah, it's just in your arms. Yeah, why exactly. wouldn't you? It's that on the it's, cards. It's the right size and shape as a guinea. Makes Except this one has little, little angel wings and a party hat. Or is it a horn? You're not sure. Hmm. It's probably a party hat. Definitely a party hat. I like it. I'm keeping it for now, just as we explore. Yep. <laughs> Sorry just, for the detour. <laughs> I just, I just lean over as you're walking in like, good, good job. Take as much as you can. Yeah. 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 That's, yep. I will. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, uh, is there anything you're doing while you're tra traversing the many aisles of this never-ending store? Me? Yeah. I'm looking for expensive stuff. I don't oh, know there's... that I know what's expensive, 
but I'm looking for what small things that look expensive to me. Uh, there's a lot of costume jewelry. Yes. Heavy emphasis All on the it. costume. All of it. Just like adding rings to my hand. <laughs> I mean, I'll roll for it if you want, but I'm not hiding this. I'm just sure. putting them on my fingers. <laughs> um, no, you can roll for it uh, if you would like. <laughs> I, uh, never, I would say I, again, it's larceny is quite mundane, so that would be a flats you'd be rolling. Yep. I All feel like things I thought I'd here. be saying today. <laughs> Since I'm wearing it, I think I'm being reckless. Does that work? Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, so another dice for that. Um, so you get two dice, and you want to, for flats, you want to roll under your number. I got a one and a two. Oh, so that's two so, successes so, and a special and a flat uh, and because your numbers are two, right? Yeah, yeah. It so is. You, another special, you get to ask me a question. Um, what should I be on the lookout for as I'm trying to steal stuff? Uh, you see on 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 the ceiling these sort of uh. Uh, these little cameras just rotating and looking at people. Good call. Definitely gonna take some of those on the way out. <laughs> As in right now, or like that's something you're gonna once, do once we get back on the way back. On the way back. <laughs> Put them in the oven if we have to. So with a detour <laughs> through the aisles, with you know, very with the five finger discount, ten sometimes ten fingers. I don't know how many fingers you have. You're supernatural creatures. <laughs> and Angela is gone. We've lost Angela. Lost Angela. Um, it was just how quick they said it right after you finished talking that caught me by surprise. Just like, we'll get it right away. <laughs> Carry on. Oh, poor Elise. Uh, yeah, so you're left in essentially the back room and where warehouse for this place. Uh, and you see that there are multiple shelves with what looks to be mechanized uh elevators and uh i guess arms like robotic arms to kind of like there's a computer and you can punch in i want this much of that thing and then there's a mechanized robot arm that goes to the correct shelf pulls out what you need and drops it in a bin right next to that computer and then you see there's a break room uh which is literally a table that is full of coffee cups of like old coffee cups uh and uh what looks to be a uh storage place of uh the free cookies that are perfectly wrapped and you know they they're like perf like gingerbread people uh and snowflakes and like beautiful cookies individually wrapped and and uh what looks to be small cute little shots uh, shot glasses and uh, some sort of a facility to prepare the sample espresso shots. And it looks like it's just like add water, heat it up, pour it in. They're little kits. They're not. It doesn't look like there would be an oven or a bakery. It seems like it comes from somewhere. 
and it's just delivered here. And like two or three bathrooms. Actually, no. I one bathroom. Just one bathroom. Just one. Sounds right. And that's that's what you see. Uh what do you do? And you see that there are cameras also just sort of like ev- everywhere surveying the area. There's just there's a lot of cameras and robots here. Mm. Can you tell the arms to grab the things we need? Yeah. That's a good idea. Okay. Who is doing that? Get the employee that I entice oh. to do it for us that way it's not us caught on camera doing it that's a good idea uh yeah so what do you what do you ask uh the employee who is still very glazed goo goo eyes looking at you uh hi there sweetheart would you mind going to uh, i think she'll just uh, well she'll ask first do you happen to know if there's either ovens or a very fancy espresso machine being kept somewhere back there that the machines could fetch for us could you go get it for us if there is, uh, I can look. Sure, is that what you want? Yes, please. And she's she's like giving like these very gentle little like pets on the top of the head, <laughs> and then like this very cute, every time like, you bet, there's pet. like this kind of like uh tremor of like you know ooh you know senpai noticed me sort of a term tremor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's just the, the, the cartoon uh, thermometer effect happening where they go fully red-faced. Yeah, I think she'll she'll ask for that and she'll just wait to see what happens. Uh, yeah, after... Um, I'm going to say... Uh, no, I'll... I'll uh, yeah, so the employee uh, goes to taps a couple of things. Oven, espresso machine, and then a robot goes... Me? pulls it out and um they are dollhouse espresso machine like their gifts their holiday gifts dollhouse oven like an easy bake oven and uh espresso machine and be like is this what you wanted give me one second sweetheart and she like gives like the like softest little peck on the side of their cheek it's like what do we do 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 we destroy the store I was going to say, it's time for alternate time? Uh, alternate hypothetical situation. Yeah. Number one. Okay. I didn't bring the baseball bat, but still, we could. We have matches. Are we going to set a fire? Well, let me, let me check one real quick thing. Just goes over to the, mm-hmm. the entrance person. Do you have a union rep by any chance? What's a union? I'm going to take that as a no. Okay. Uh, she, like pulls off these very thick gloves she has she has this really super ornate like old ruby like on her finger she's like um this is worth a lot you keep this (gasps) yes i will marry you um no no dear no flattered are my type but no uh just I i just met you and i love you like doug Uh, as sweet and as many times as I have imagined a polycule in my future, uh, not the time. Uh, perhaps a, a, we'll talk another time. Why don't you head out of here so you're not at the scene of a crime? Does that work? I will treasure this as a little love nugget, kernel of love forever and ever. Elise, and just you should give, give her your number before she goes. She 
It's okay. This will be a token of... This will be my remembrance of our love forever. Wow. And it just walks out. I, I kind of imagine, uh, if it's okay with you, uh, uh, Sylvia, that as you say that, the enchantment slightly starts to break because uh, Elise starts to get flustered again at the thought of having to do something <laughs> yeah. like that. She's just like, oh, no, no, wait, no. And it's like her focus, she loses focus in the charm. I love it. Don't okay. worry, their forever is a lot different than our forever. It's it's fine. That's a good point. Give her take a hundred years. Unless you turn unless you turn her. I feel like she might get annoying after a while, but that's just me. Why are you the one advising me on relationships again? <laughs> Never I'm mind. Sorry. I thought I was I thought that's what helpful friends do. That's what I read in my book. Oh no. Or do we all share like self-help? Is this what this group is? I think Sylvia just... just Sylvia's like newly turned, and I think that she just doesn't isn't very good with relationships. And so she's she's trying to help, but she's very awkward about it or bossy sometimes. Just in your character has already won me over and you had to do almost nothing to do so. <laughs> Was it the Pig grand larceny. Is that what did? <laughs> I'm going to pass it over to Kawaku as I process the phrase, was it the pig grand larceny? Because <laughs> I think I'm with Mariam. Of all the phrases I thought I would be saying today, was it, it the pig grand larceny? <laughs> was not one I was thinking of. Um, Kawaku, did you bring matches? Are we doing a fire again? I, didn't, I did not bring matches. Um, or seen larceny. Can I just make fire without matches? Probably not. Yeah, know. there's multiple ways. Also, that Easy Bake Oven has had some recall issues. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. Sorry, yes. the mini toy oven. So the it's mini not. Toy oven. Yes. Yeah. It was the mini toy oven that had recall issues. Yes. Um, Point was lodged against the aforementioned company. <laughs> Yeah, we, we just gotta find find some like flammable things. Mm-hmm. I would it, say you could there. you could roll the dice and see where it takes you on committing this uh, yes. no longer larceny but arse, arsony. Yeah, <laughs> but the one employee left, right? So there's no uh, other. They they're not in the back room with you, so you know. Okay. Okay. We're we're gonna just no. we're gonna we're gonna Schrodinger that employee until it matters. Because uh, uh, the whole risky risky thing, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to leave it up to you whether it is a flats or fangs uh, based on how, like, convince me, change my mind. Is it flats or fangs? Hmm. Um, I, I don't know that I have any magical fire powers. I wish I did. It would make living in this this frozen wasteland much more tolerable. <laughs> but, uh, so then I take it you're flats. going more for flats. Okay, so I think it's, I think it's flats. You get a one d six. Also, anyone who wants to help. Uh, so the rule I have here is if you want to help someone else who's rolling, say how you try to help and make a roll. If you succeed, you give them a dice. That's in addition to whatever dice they already have. That's a separate thing. 
I, I shall try and help. I think I think Elisa will just be like, okay, wait, I'm sure I have, did I see that client yesterday? Wait, I did see that client yesterday. I think I did. And then like starts going through her bag and there's like these very limited, uh, they're designed to be like small ignition kind of point sticks to create like small, tiny localized flames specifically uh, for fire play and things of that sort. So she's going to see oh. if they still work or if they got wet, I assume. All right, roll wet or something D6. Works. So nice. would that be... Uh, uh, t- yeah, 2d6? 2d6, yeah. So if you succeed, you give, you add one more d6, I think, to Kwaku's strength. Thanks for this one. Um, I would say, is this part is this part of your work supernatural or mundane? This is the mundane part, remarkably. All right, then you are trying to roll under. Two, so that is under. Uh, yeah, so you add a d6. So I think right uh, now we're six. at one, two, or three d6 now to roll yeah. to see if you can set this place on fire. Okay. Three d6 for arson. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, Sylvia, right. are you helping in any, like, I just wanted to make sure uh, before we do the roll. Yeah, you don't have I, to. no, no, no. I, I, yeah, I, I didn't know if two people could help, but if I can, then I think Sylvia's way of helping is um, running around the room and just bringing anything that she thinks might be flammable and putting it in a pile. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, so, so D6, try to roll under six, six. <laughs> uh, I think I six. rolled two from last time. Sorry. Oh, okay. But I got a six. Uh, six, yeah. So you, uh, I'm going to hang on to that little nugget of information there. Okay. Um, for, for, for later. That's uh, And uh, yes, yeah, so you get 3d6 to my count right now to try to set this place on fire. All right. I will, I will go for it. And I'm because it is roll. flats, you're trying to roll under your number. So yeah, a six, a five, and a one. Yay, you succeed, uh, but barely, and I get to uh, inflict a complication, harm, or cost. Okay, so uh, with uh, with Elisa's help uh, for the ignition and uh, just plugging in that uh, toy oven, uh, you, <laughs> you manage to start a smoke that will eventually start to start this fire and probably may take care of all these cameras that are buzzing around um you uh you start to set like the fire slowly starting to spread uh at what point do you all leave because i assume you're leaving or are you all fireproof are either one of you fireproof i'm fire resistant i'm not fireproof but i'm i'm a fire i can turn into a firefly so i can just like stay up and away from the, the the flames for a bit and then like slip out a window Okay. I don't don't think I'm fireproof. You don't know yet. Should I try? Are you going to have a trial by fire? (sighs) Is that how this works? Do I just stand close? I I knew someone back in the day and and that he decided to try that way. It's a bad idea. Okay. It's a bad idea. Elise, do you agree? Should I just wait? We can, you know what? I'll go. I'll just go and we can try it at the house. We'll, yeah. we'll find out if I'm fireproof there. Okay, I'll be outside. Okay. Don't get caught. Okay. Sylvia leaves. Uh, yeah, okay. So you, s- I will let you uh, 
we'll go around the table and add a description to how this place burns. Uh, I will go last with the complication, but uh, go ahead and describe how this fire takes down greeting, uh, uh, house of greetings or greetings house. I'm going to say that this is more just because I think it'd be funny. I, I imagine it's almost like a comic book panel shot where you see when the fire gets to a certain point and Fox can fill in the in-between, the the actual lighting for the sign, House of Greetings, everything but the double E's uh, and greetings gets shorted out. So it just looks like the whole place is saying E <laughs> as it's going up in flames. Um, I really love the image of the, uh, what is it? The winter sugar parent. Um, that was a robot, right? Uh, it was like a neon sign. I was just saying neon sign. Yeah. Uh, and also maybe Uh, pop-ups. There's multiple, multiple representations of the winter sugar parent. Um, so I think that there's there's a a one inside that's like a a big like moving cardboard cutout that every once in a while says winter sugar parents um, annual greeting which is not ho 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 but something very similar. Um, hey, sure hey, 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 hey! That's it. <laughs> um, and it's as it's it's just you know c- completely engulfed in flames and that that. Uh, Tone is just getting lower and lower. Uh, 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 as the flames mm-hmm. <laughs> slowly kind of melting away. Yes. Yeah, and I love the idea that when we move to the outside, the front of the of the store, um, we see Sylvia just standing outside with her kind of with her hands behind her back, just whistling. Like waving at people as they walk by as like the whole building is just in flames she's just trying to act casual <laughs> and as you uh i'm gonna say as you were leaving there's a big uh as with the big with the big with the odd tag and everything um there's this big like and there's like two robots coming out and we're about to stop you but then look at the fire and start taking fire extinguishers and going attention shoppers please leave (laughs) evacuate (laughs) and are trying to put out the winter sugar parent who's going "Uh, oh uh." and then you hear a oh no I'm not gonna make it no, save yourself. And it's these two bots having a, <laughs> a moment. And as the fire engulfs, there's just one robot hand sticking outside, just barely made it out the front door. Just the hand? Just the hand. I'm going to take that hand. <laughs> as I appear, the, the, the purple light, um, little firefly and the flash, and I'm out there again, not wearing clothes. Uh, well, wearing just my long johns. And I pick up the... <laughs> do we do we smell burning flesh as as you touch a scalding hand that was yeah just that was metal and plastic probably <laughs> like it doesn't hurt you though aren't we undead 
I feel like we smell it, but maybe it doesn't hurt you. It's your call. It's your mm-hmm. character. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no. I yeah, we definitely smell it. Definitely, I don't feel it, but there's like a I smell you know it. the 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 sound and sizzle and smell of like you know when when a char like a charcoal when when you have like a stamp on for like grill grill and burgers or something. <laughs> just, just imagining burnt salami. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. I guess we have to then, probably put a content warning at the end of this. Of... Apparently. And that's okay. Green larceny, larceny, arsony, and burning flesh. Yes. Um, I went for salami. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. All right. I think we can sell this hand for some money, maybe. But we don't need money. We're, no, we don't need money, but the store needs money. But don't you think they'll have more customers now that this store is burning down? Unless unless those bots are successful in putting it out. Should we stop them? I think that was this this thing. Oh, oh, okay. I thought I thought one had survived and went around the co- Okay, then we're good. <laughs> We've lost okay. Angela again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're gonna cut to the following day. Uh how <laughs> just... uh we got to the following day where uh you all are back at the uh at the Lebin um and uh you see that your friend Navi is very uh very kind of puzzled and says, hey, so, um, you know, yesterday I was pretty sure I was going to be out of a job, but apparently the offer, the deal fell through, so I guess we're just going to be here a little longer. It's odd that there was a fire. Apparently there was, like, a toy oven that was let loose, like, was plugged in to check, and then that just set things on fire, burned everything down. That's terrible. And then Sylvia winks. Oh, yeah. How is Elise handling Navi's presence? I assume we're at the same table. Yeah, and, and and I feel like uh, y'all are going to set off to the farm after the shift is over. Mm-hmm. Elise is hiding. <laughs> it's perfect for winter. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> I want to be warm. I need a lesbian to be near me, though. That's the ideal we're shooting for, not just warm clothing. That's <laughs> true. That's true. Um, uh, yeah, and uh, I feel like this is a good time for epilogues of characters if we want to go around mm-hmm. and sort of be like, uh, narrate a scene quickly of what happens. Who would like to go first? Someone's I'll muted. Go first. Oh, there. No, you're fine. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. I don't have the love interest, so I don't mind going first. Mine's short. I think that we get to the farm and um, we see Sylvia kind of walking around and then she notices like the pig pen area where there's, they're doing adoptions and we see like a close-up of Sylvia's eyes and then a close-up of a pig's eyes and then a close-up of Sylvia's eyes. And it's Guinea, obviously. Guinea's like 200 pounds at this point and like a full grown pig, but Sylvia does not care. It's obviously coming back to the house with us. And she runs in rom-com slow motion. And then there's also Guinea in slow motion kind of trotting over. 
It's a fire playing in the background. Yeah. <laughs> and I made Guinea a little hat and I put it on them. And I think they consent. I think they're happy with the hat. And that's it. That's all Sylvia wanted. That's a epilogue. Uh, yeah. So, sure. Yeah. Um, so I think uh, a scene of um, somewhere on this this farm. Um, at some point, I I get up the the nerve to try and like I, I I try and see if I can get a just a moment alone to chat with Navi. Yeah, um, and this farm is it turns out is actually navi's family farm um and you see uh you see uh navi's dad and navi's uh sister and the sister uh goes around and this is a very long-winded way of to make this really really silly bun goes around it's like oh yeah elise navi dad Nice to meet you. God damn it. I've already heard it. it once and I still wasn't ready for it. Me either. Me either. Love it. Uh, yeah, so you do get a moment with Navi. Okay. Um, may I just say, okay, I want to say this quickly because uh, otherwise I'm going to lose my nerve, Navi. Um, I'm, I have something I've been wanting to tell you, but I was afraid you might not take it well. I don't know. Sometimes you mortals can be weird about this. Okay. You're, you're not going to be weird like the, right? Um, I will try not to, if I think what it is you're going to say. Um, so, uh... I, I don't know, maybe you already noticed. Um, I, yeah, it's pretty obvious whenever you walk in. Uh, it's obvious? Um, sorry, sorry. Um, uh, I'm, I, I'm gay. Did, yeah. Uh, oh, you're gay. That's yeah. what you wanted to tell me. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm totally cool about it. I, I kind of guess that was the case you know i'm gay too right okay. yeah yeah why wouldn't i be uh, oh, okay no about I, that? I don't know i didn't i didn't know that i, I didn't know that i don't know Did, in case you haven't noticed you, 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 i you, might yeah. i do like your friend yeah, and sort of looks back at elise and then looks back like far away i don't know you humans are so weird about this thing that's all you wanted to tell me yeah not that you are nocturnal? I guess I do like the night. Um, or that you are somehow in the room without going through the front door? I mean, yeah, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in ads. You, you knew that. Ever, thought I thought I knew that. I, I mean, I... I guess, but you never explicitly told me. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm totally fine <laughs> with it, you know? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, um, can you do me a favor? Mm-hmm. Can you... I think Angel... Or I, th I think Elise is actually going to explode if you don't, if you don't go talk to her. Okay. 
Okay. All right. That's it. All right. And I feel like Elise. Yep. What is your epilogue? I kind of imagine she has really good hearing. So she probably heard, so there's probably a moment where like the whole meme of like I sense a disturbance in the force is just like Elise being next to Sylvia and then Sylvia just seeing her like stop and just like begin like melting into the ground like spontaneously. And then it's like it's like a Roadrunner Looney Tunes moment of like a dust cloud being left behind and an imprint of Elise <laughs> as she just kind of rushes over, sort of like <clears throat> she like stands herself up like really tall. She like takes like a deep breath. <clears throat> hey, I really like you. I think you're really awesome. I've been super interested in you for about six weeks and and probably even more than that. I I, I know I'm really odd and it's a little hard to try and say words to you, but I'm I'm really interested in you. I think you're super funny. You're hilarious and you're really good. And if you ever want help with all the barista kind of stuff, I'm willing to help you with money and related things. Do you have a union? Okay, if you don't have a union, I'm happy to help with anything related to that. Your boss seems like you suck. It seems like you suck sometimes, and you and some of the folks who come in are really shitty. But if you want help with dealing with them, I'm happy to do that. Or just anything. I just want to be around you because you're really awesome. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yes, and I like you too. And maybe we should do something just the two of us, like have dinner. That would be nice. It's like cool. the most like tiny little like voice, <laughs> and like her. I I imagine there's a big height difference between the two of them. Oh yeah, I think I would say Navi's average height, so like five five. Yeah, so I'm a good like foot tall. Yeah, I'm like a good foot taller than her minimum. But somehow you just in in energy just itty bitty. <laughs> I I think she physically like becomes cowed and like sinks low enough to like be about the same height as her <laughs> from like being happy at getting a yes. And then like she just does hug and like gets close. And that seems like yeah, good and uh, yeah, and and also sort of like gives a pretty good hug, and uh, yeah, that's a uh, I feel like that would be a great way to kind of end uh, flats and fangs. This was um, more on the wholesome side than on I mean, aside from the larceny and arsony that happened <laughs> uh, on the more wholesome side than on the supernatural comedy side. But hey, it's the holiday season winter it's the winter sugar parent season <laughs> and with that uh that's our game for today yeah thank you everyone thank you so much Miriam. thank you for running this and thank you so much angela for joining us tonight um our audience if you would like to play uh, flats and fangs. Uh, you can check out the link that will be posted on the show notes as well as in the description of the video. Um, uh, and uh, <laughs> let's go around the table one more time and plug ourselves. Um, who are you and where can we find you? Uh, we're going to go in reverse order. So I guess I will go first. I and this time I'm prepared. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hello, everybody. I am Mariam. I am a TRPG uh, cultural consultant, uh, writer, 
uh, game designer now because I actually finished a game and we played it today. Uh, and uh, also a podcaster and streamer. You can find me on Twitter at media underscore junkie. That's where you can get all the latest news on me. Uh, other than that, you can find me here alternate Thursdays uh, on their Super Geek, uh, as well as uh, you can find me on Utopia skulking around as uh, one of three raccoons in a trench coat, also known as the caretakers of that space. And I also am the creator and GM of uh, Kahania, which is set in Serzamine, a world I am writing and also, I'm a big Bluebeard's Bride enthusiast and love uh, running and producing one-shots like that. So that's me. I will pass it on to Angela, wonderful guest. Hello there, everybody. I'm Angela. Uh, it was an absolute honor to get to be involved with Super Geek. This is a delightful crew of goofballs to get to interact with. Uh, I am... Uh, if I can remember the entire list of things, a professional writer, a poet who uh, posts uh, poems typically every Thursday uh, through my Patreon and then onto my Twitter at phoenix24fem. And you can find the originals at uh, my Patreon of Philosophem. You can catch me over on the somewhat stalled, but hopefully we'll be bringing it back in the new year podcast of Clearly Yours with my partner 10 plus years. You can catch... Uh, uh, commissions for music that I write and create for streams and for other programs just at the email that I have that I typically use angela.lamsmodrejo22 at gmail.com and also you can catch my work over at voice of the phoenix on itch.io with my slayers playbooks that are there you can catch my writing soon in the recently kickstarted slayers almanac and also because I forgot to mention it before I am hopefully by February going to have my first ever game published with full layout and everything. A three-person GMless game about grief, trauma, loss, and sort of uh, making peace with such things uh, called Flame in the Abyss. It's inspired by a lot of different things, namely uh, Quinby Rodriguez's Your Sisters Died Laertes, a little bit of the Final Fantasy IV Dark Knight Job 14 quest, Halo and Horns by Connie Chang, and a few other things like For the Queen style games first game i'm super excited to actually publish it and share it with one and mariam has actually even helped me play test the game as well it is such a good game and i'm hoping next year uh we can have you back to play that game that would be wonderful yeah that's me oh that's me hi i'm Kristen. uh she her pronouns you can find me on twitter at Kristen is no jedi uh this was fantastic mariam again thank you for running it um for those of you that don't know mariam's a fantastic human very talented. Go support them, follow them, buy their game and upcoming games. The end. Angela, also thank you again. It was an absolute joy meeting you and playing with you. I hope we can do it again soon. Okay. Uh, again, you can find me on Twitter at Kristen is no Jedi. I am a RPG game designer, writer. I do this wonderful stream every other Thursday. And I also am a podcaster. Um, you can also catch me over on the uh, Twitch actual play channel uh, every other Tuesday where I am playing a Blades in the Dark game called The Rusted Lock with Sean Nittner and Jammy. It's a fantastic little crew. We're having a grand time. We have done 10 sessions and our 
goal is to do 100. So join us for that Blades game. Uh, also, my big project right now is Adorablins, which is a family-friendly, very rules-light PBTA game in which you get to play goblins who have lost an item of great importance and have to go on an adventure. Uh, it's a very important game to me. It's very fun for adults, for silly improv fun time, uh, but it also is meant to teach young children how to role play and introduce them to PBTA. So um, yeah, you can find all my stuff again at Dice Up Games or on Twitter at Kristen is No Jedi. Jeremy, I'll pass it to you. Thank you. Uh, thank you, everyone. Again, this was such a fun time. Um, I am, again, I'm Jeremy. I uh, use they, them pronouns. You can, I'm a, um, an educator, a, uh, a, des a game designer, um, a freelance writer. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Hark Morper, uh, usually trying to hype other queer, trans, and BIMPOC folks. Um, uh, you can find the games that I create on harkmorper.itch.io uh, and uh, by at the end of this month or the beginning of next, you'll be able to find my newest thing I'm working on right now, which is a, an adventure for thirsty sword lesbians. I'm super excited to publish a game powered by les or a uh, an adventure powered by lesbians um, set in the, the the setting created by Janiah Kemper, um, Le Violette Dangerous. I'm so excited for it. Um, so yeah. keep an eye out for that. Um, so thank you uh, everyone uh, for joining us. That is our show tonight. Join us next time for our first ever first annual i don't know if we're willing to make that commitment uh clip show uh <laughs> and to see a game designed by me um yeah. where we'll play as uh uh queer teens living in a world with queer magical girls called uh false protagonists um, so thank you everyone for joining us and goodbye Their Super Geek is brought to you by Misdirected Mark Productions.